Welcome to the National Vaccine Information Center's podcast series, Vaccination, Politics, Money, and Media Bias. These podcasts are from previously recorded and referenced commentaries and articles produced by MVIC, a charitable nonprofit organization. My name is Barbara Lowe Fisher. My son was injured by DPT vaccine in 1980. And this is a commentary brought to you by the nonprofit National Vaccine Information Center. You can read this commentary with live links to references on nvic.org. During this season of remembrance and thanksgiving, I'm grateful for the blessings that I've had in my life, including the hard times when I learned that faith and hope can overcome fear and doubt. Adversity can make us stronger, but it's also an opportunity to feel and offer compassion to others to ease their suffering. In great numbers, Americans reach out to help victims of hurricanes, floods, earthquakes, poverty, violence, and disease. Journalists often profile individuals who are suffering from adversity, the earthquake survivors in Haiti, the victims of hate crimes, children living in poverty dying from starvation and neglect. These stories of human suffering are reminders of why we should listen to our conscience and act in compassionate ways to lessen the suffering of others. The ability to have compassion for others is an antidote to cruelty, inequality, injustice, and tyranny. America was founded by men and women immigrants who had personally suffered oppression and adversity and knew how important it is to treat individuals with respect and compassion. There is a ringing endorsement in the U.S. Declaration of Independence for the individual's right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and in the Constitution for the right to freedom of speech and personal religious beliefs. Perhaps it is that fundamental appreciation for the value of the individual, which is part of our history and culture, that has taught us to value conscience and compassion. So it's sad to see what happens in America today when babies, children, and adults react to vaccines and become permanently injured or even die. When healthy people suffer complications from infectious diseases, they are treated with compassion. But when healthy people suffer complications from vaccination, often they are not treated with compassion. Many times vaccine victims are victimized all over again by those who deny the reality of what happened or use a utilitarian rationale to dismiss them as acceptable losses in the war on infectious disease. In the past decade, this persecution of a growing minority of vaccine-injured citizens has been facilitated by the Fourth Estate, the free press, which has historically served as a check and balance on inequality and injustice in America. The vital function of a free press ensured in the U.S. Constitution, is failing to do what it could do to protect the health and lives of the vaccine injured, or defend freedom of speech for citizens calling for inclusions of vaccine safety and informed consent protections in public health policies and laws. This failure is having serious consequences, as the unprecedented chronic disease and disability epidemic destroys the health and economic stability of our nation and the public health community has no answers, so the ban plays on. The Institute of Medicine issued an historic report this year that acknowledged there is not enough quality vaccine science in the medical literature 
to determine whether or not many of the vaccines routinely given to children and adults cause more than 100 different types of brain and immune system dysfunction. These are serious inflammatory brain and immune system disorders, which are part of the exploding chronic disease epidemic in America and range from heart and blood disorders to strokes, sudden infant death syndrome, asthma, multiple sclerosis, fibromyalgia, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, diabetes, and encephalitis that can lead to seizures, learning disabilities, and autism. In that historic report, the Institute of Medicine also acknowledged there are pre-existing biological susceptibilities that can make some individuals more vulnerable than others for suffering harm from vaccination, such as genetic variations, age or developmental stage at the time of vaccination, coinciding illness or other environmental exposures. If one-size-fits-all vaccine policies and mandates are putting an unknown number of biologically susceptible individuals at risk for injury and death, why do so few doctors care or want to do something about it? It is disturbing to watch doctors, who we have always believed to be the most compassionate among us, coldly turn away families questioning the government policy of giving children 69 doses of 16 vaccines. Families wanting to choose or delay vaccines are being denied medical care, even if children have experienced previous vaccine reactions or have become chronically ill and disabled after vaccination and could be made sicker if more vaccines are given. How unethical. It is shocking that healthcare professionals are being threatened by doctors, running hospitals and medical facilities, that if they do not obey orders to get an annual flu shot, they will be fired, even if they're pregnant, have had previous vaccine reactions, or have medical conditions that could be made a lot worse if they get more vaccines. How heartless. It is hard to accept that doctors we have trusted are pressuring our elected state legislators to pass laws stripping us of the legal right to make medical risk decisions for our children, so minor children can be given vaccines without a parent's knowledge or consent. How dangerous. It is frightening to know that medical trade associations and doctors taking money from drug companies are mounting disinformation campaigns to demonize vaccine safety advocates and censor public access to information about health and vaccination so the American people cannot make fully informed vaccine decisions. How ignorant. And it is tragic to witness the mainstream media facilitating the public attack on vaccine victims and those calling for a move away from one-size-fits-all vaccine mandates that punish individuals who are biologically vulnerable to vaccine reactions, in part because of the genes they inherited. How cruel. In 1986, Congress passed a law acknowledging that vaccines can and do cause brain and immune system damage and that more should be done to protect individuals from vaccine injury and death. In that law, Congress shielded drug companies selling vaccines and doctors giving vaccines from civil lawsuits when someone is seriously injured or dies after being vaccinated. So why are doctors who are shielded from liability so unwilling to treat vaccine injured children and their families with compassion 
or understand the need for people to have the freedom to protect themselves and their loved ones from vaccine injury. When you enter the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C., you see an inscription that says, the first to perish were the children. From these, a new dawn might have risen. The loss of compassion and then freedom in any society always begins with people looking the other way when those in power justify exploiting a vulnerable minority for what they say is the benefit of the majority. It has been 30 years since the parent co-founders of our nonprofit charity, the National Vaccine Information Center, launched the vaccine safety and informed consent movement in America. We were parents of children for whom the risks of vaccination had been 100%, and we took on the mission of preventing vaccine injuries and deaths through public education and defending the human right to informed consent to medical risk-taking. That is still our mission. During this holiday season, please consider sending a donation, no matter how big or small, to the National Vaccine Information Center so we can continue to fight for the freedom for Americans to use every government-recommended vaccine, a few vaccines, or choose other preventive health care options for staying well. You can make a tax-deductible donation online at nvic.org. You can also visit NVIC's Vaccine Freedom Wall on our website and read the true stories told by Americans whose parental and informed consent rights are being violated in schools, doctor's offices, hospitals, and state legislatures across our nation. You can also sign up to be a user of NVIC's free online advocacy portal and learn how to stand up in your state for the legal right to make informed voluntary vaccine choices. And if you or a loved one has suffered a vaccine reaction, injury, or death, please consider going to our website to share your story on NVIC's Memorial for Vaccine Victims and make a report to the Federal Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. During this season of remembrance and thanksgiving, I pray that doctors developing, selling, giving, and promoting the use of vaccines will stop to consider the way they are treating the vaccine injured and their families. I pray that they find it in their hearts to replace their fear, anger, doubt, and prejudice with compassion and take positive steps to accurately count and minimize the numbers of vaccine casualties rather than dismissing them as a coincidence or unimportant. Thank you to all who have financially supported the National Vaccine Information Center this year and throughout the past three decades. You have made it possible for us to continue this life-affirming work. We are also grateful for your cards and letters of encouragement as they help strengthen our faith and hope in the future. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and may your new year be filled with many opportunities to celebrate life and offer compassion to those facing adversity. Before you take a risk, find out what it is. To learn more about vaccines, diseases, and the human right to informed consent, visit mvic.org, the website of the nonprofit charity, the National Vaccine Information Center. Since 1982, 
MVIC has worked to prevent vaccine injuries and deaths through public education and to secure informed consent protections in U.S. vaccine policies and laws. Visit mvic.org and mvicadvocacy.org to get well-referenced vaccine information that you can trust and share with your family, friends, and members of your community. It's your health, your family, your choice.